0: Hey there, I'm your host Dylan
1: And I'm his wife Justine
0: And together, let's make a baby Let's do it Okay
1: Let's make a baby idea. Way easier said than done. Well, it depends on... Uh, For us.
0: Circumstances, really. Yeah. I think, you know, and we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but I think that making a baby, I think there's a lot more <laughs> a lot more fertility issues <laughs> out there, or infertility issues, I should say, uh, than people like to admit.
1: Yeah, I'm looking up the statistics right now, but I think... Let me see. Um, I think it's Don't one in four. Don't start, Winston.
0: While you're looking that up, so I'm Dylan... Again, this is my wife, Justine. Uh, we have three fur children. We have Winston, who's a golden doodle, who we thought would be a good idea to adopt uh, a month ago today. And he's been, so cute. He's really cute, but boy, it's been quite the, the handful, I'd say.
1: He's a sweetheart, so, though, and he's so dang smart. I think we hit the jackpot.
0: We did. But we also have Thomas, who was my firstborn, who I actually had before Justine, so she had to get his approval and everything first.
1: Tom's a cat, everyone. He's a cat? A very uh, large cat, I might add.
0: I think it's a desert short hair.
1: Domestic short hair, probably is what <laughs> no, they're no, no, called.
0: No, I, I got but him in the desert.
1: He's pretty rugged like that. You know, I'm not proud of it, but I really like Tom. It took some time, but I did. I, I grew to like Tom.
0: Everybody likes Tom.
1: Yeah. Tom, he's really handsome and yeah. he wears a shirt most of the time yeah. and he's pretty studly.
0: So, this podcast is going to be about. Our IVF journey, there's a lot that goes on in it. And I've listened to a few podcasts about IVF, and I haven't found like a clear-cut one that kind of just gets down to business. It's always about like fluff and blah, blah, blah.
1: What we're, do you mean? Like, do the people want to hear what it cost? What my day-to-day yeah. experience was? What your experience I was? I think we're going to
0: cover all of that, but it's very rare. Like, costs, I had no idea how much it cost, and I had a hard time hammering down how mm-hmm. much it's going to be. Now, mm-hmm. granted, it's going to be on a case-by-case basis. Yeah. But we're going to make a, uh, an episode dedicated to cost, and we'll go over exactly what it cost
1: For us here in Idaho. That's right. Which is subjective, At of our course. clinic,
0: and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk it through. And then also just about, like... What the process is, because I didn't know a ton about IVF Mm -hmm. prior to starting this.
1: I haven't listened to these podcasts you're referencing. Mm, I've been on the deep, dark webs of the blogs. Which could be bad. Yeah, I didn't sleep very well for a while there. I'm sure. Really bad idea. So, disclaimer, if you're going through IVF, stay off the interwebs, okay? That's definitely a good idea. Just come here, come to our podcast, send us an email. We'll answer all your questions as we've experienced it. Yeah,
0: maybe we should start a, an email so people can, you know, if they have any questions, they can reach into us. Yeah, Granted, or you could
1: DM me on Instagram. Sure. Dylan's not on social media, but I am.
0: At The Real Justine, is that right? That's
1: right, with three E's.
0: Three E's. At The Real Justine? Look,
1: the At The Real Justine handle was already taken.
0: So where's the where's the E's go?
1: At the end. You know how I have an E on the end of my name?
0: Three So e's. it's At
1: The Real Justine E-E. 'cause Justine, okay. you know, just kinda like sure. anyway. I get that. Yeah.
0: So before we get into that, uh, a little bit about ourselves. I am thirty years old. <laughs> I'm thirty going on ninety five, I feel like. It's uh it's been I, I feel really old. Moved to Idaho about ten years ago. I started attending ISU shortly after moving up here. And then uh, I met Justine and I moved to Idaho Falls and it's been super awesome.
1: So, I'm Justine. I'm 27 as of today. And I was born and raised in Idaho Falls here. Yeah, I mean that's about all I can say about that part. Um my family moved here from California, so I'm the only Idaho spud of the group. I'm the youngest, so that makes me the favorite as well, and if my siblings are listening to this, they know where they stand. So, I recently just graduated from nursing school. Mm-hmm. And so Dylan and I met just shortly before I started nursing school, so he was pretty brave to Data nursing student and then he actually married one very shortly after mm-hmm. so just a really mm-hmm. brave dude all the way around and as we go through this podcast you're gonna see how brave he is okay yeah. now i'm a nurse that's crazy i passed my NCLEX, got my license so i'm working as a nurse now Pretty rad. Um, the only downfall is being on call all night like I was last night. But here yeah. we are.
0: That's a whole different podcast. Totally.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, life is really good. Like we said, we have a dog and two cats, which we never thought would be a part of our story. But Mm-mm. we're here now. and We love it. Yeah. We've got a cute little house. And we just live a quaint, quiet, American dream little life here in Idaho. And it's not without its struggles. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know what? We've got it pretty good. And we recognize that.
0: Well, it's true. We really do. And the crazy thing is, is you know, we, we don't. You know we don't have a ton of money. we don't have a giant house. We have a little tiny house it's a thousand less than a thousand square feet, but it's all that we need, and we've mm-hmm. got each other. we've got our little animals, we got lots of family too, which have been super yeah. instrumental.
1: yeah, my parents the IVF and my process. sister are both only about a mile and a half two miles away, so mm. pretty lucky.
0: you and me we're just regular people that are currently going through the i v f process and it's been one hell of a ride <laughs> thus far.
1: Yeah. It's um, it's an interesting ride. It's, I hope, going to be worth it. We can't already say that because we don't know. And no. um, we're a few weeks, well, about a month away from knowing if it's all worth it.
0: Yeah. I was going to say that's that's huge. And one of the cool things about this is we are technically a month and three days away Yeah. if everything goes smoothly from finding out if we're pregnant.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Today's August 24th. And we are going to implant embryos on September 16th. Mm-hmm. And then they'll confirm pregnancy on the 27th. So, yeah, yeah, you're 100% right, babe.
0: Hopefully confirm pregnancy.
1: You know what? I'm putting out those vibes.
0: Let's okay. go back to the very beginning. I was born with cystic fibrosis. Our boys work just fine. We've got sperm in there. And by the way, we're going to use lots of technical terms. I am not sterile. And and, and Justine's going to correct me being a nurse. I'm going to talk all kinds of like random that I don't know what I'm talking about, she'll have to correct me just like the <laughs> desert uh short hair.
1: Sure, domestic short hair <laughs> sure. cat. No, sure. it's fine, and that's why we're a good
0: team. <laughs> I got your back. I'm
1: quality control. Sure. You are personality and content.
0: Wait, that's right. Go. So um I have cystic fibrosis, and what that means is in ninety like seven or ninety eight percent of cystic fibrosis patients, we don't develop our vasdevans. Did I pronounce that right? Yep. Yeah, basically like the linguine noodle on top of your testicles that allows for it to go out. That's what the doctor called it. I
1: know.
0: Um, It doesn't form when we're forming in the womb, and therefore we have no way to get our uh, sperm out.
1: Yeah, and I had no idea about that. I mean, as we were dating and you told me you had cystic fibrosis, I did a little bit of research just out of... You know, more curiosity, I didn't know anybody. Make sure it wasn't an STD. Totally. Sure. Um, I didn't really know anybody that had it. And so I did a lot of research and I thought that was really interesting. I also, um, this is kind of a point we won't get into, but I think it's interesting we haven't developed a way to fix that for you guys yet. There's no, yeah, there's no plastic surgery, there's no reconstructive surgery. Uh, that can be done as of now um, mm-hmm. to fix that so we had to use other means and and basically what he's saying is he has all the sperm in the world and mm-hmm. they just don't have a way to get out and without a way to get out my eggs can't get fertilized that's right
0: and that was a little bit of a concern because I mean we assumed that was the case now like I said there was a small percentage of people who do have the vas deferens and they can True. work just fine but that could lead to a, a multitude or a plethora of other problems uh, with uh, infertility
1: yeah. Yeah. So, and it was kind of one of those things where we assumed, like you said, and we were then at a standstill of, okay, well, how do we figure it out?
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. we were maybe a year, married like a year, right? Well.
0: We started talking about kids pretty quickly. After We both knew we obviously wanted kids.
1: Yeah. And I remember just a couple months after we were married, I went and saw my OB mm-hmm. and I discussed it with him. And Which he, seems like forever ago. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Totally crazy. Um, and he was so nice and yeah. so kind. And I was wondering if we could do IUI, mm-hmm. which is intrauterine insemination, which basically a turkey-based idea, but they insert a little catheter into your uterus and with your sperm, and they time it with your cycle, and then hopefully just kind of help facilitate that mm-hmm. for you. And that's only a couple hundred dollars, so we mm-hmm. were really hoping. Mm-hmm. Um, But I was really grateful that that doctor was really straightforward with us and told us that that's just not a... An option for us yeah and sent us to the fertility clinic
0: well and I think that there's a misconception because in my mind my layman mind I thought like okay my testicle is this hollow ball that has semen in it and you could just jab a needle on there suck you know <laughs> a, a, a hour yeah. minute yeah. millimeters of or uh, milliliters of semen yeah and shoot it up yeah turns out that's not the case it's not a hollow ball that you can just like crush like a grape it's uh, a bunch of tissue and what are the epididymis? Epididymis, lots of epididymis yeah. in there.
1: So the epididymis is actually so it sits on top of the testicle mm-hmm. and uh, it's like a coil. Mm-hmm. If you kind of think about like our stove, the electric stove coils, mm-hmm. it kind of coils on top of there. And that's where the sperm actually live.
0: The testicles actually produce the sperm, but the epididymis is where the sperm that's ready to go, mm-hmm. which would then transfer to the vas deferens. Yeah. Uh, that's where it's stored. Otherwise mm-hmm. they just die off and it are reabsorbed, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it keeps it the right temperature and all that cool stuff that yeah. our body does. And,
0: but basically, yeah, that's, um, that was my, my concept of what the issue was. But as we've gone through this, we've found out a ton of stuff. It's actually really cool. And the fact that IVF is even a real thing is kind of a miracle in itself.
1: It's absolutely fascinating. I, to think about what we've been able to do and the medicine. And honestly, our doctor is brilliant. No, Uh, no Mm -hmm. way around that.
0: CF is the reason that we're having to do IVF that we're aware of. Everything that we've done thus far, and we'll get more into this, uh, has been, Textbook. I think uh, the reason that a lot of people do IVF is because there's a lot of, like I said, infertility issues. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's a billion things that can go wrong with getting pregnant. It's a miracle that any of us are here. Yeah. Think about it. Think about it for, do you know, just out of curiosity, in the average ejaculation, mm-hmm. how many sperm are released? isn't it like
1: it's millions it's it's hundreds of thousands if not millions and that's why that iui wouldn't work is because they just couldn't get enough from you yeah for the odds of one making it to an egg yeah exactly so it's crazy and so
0: the the fact that we're here millions of other people didn't uh, develop which is pretty crazy
1: yeah so a statistic that i do know that is true is that 50 percent of pregnancies end in miscarriage Mm -hmm, so that tells you half the time it doesn't And it could be the smallest thing, but half the time a pregnancy fails. A lot of time that's before a woman even knows that Mm -hmm, she's pregnant, um, which is good. But um, yeah, so many things have to go right and they go right just as much as they go wrong. Um, I think it's important for the people to know just so they get a clear picture. So I did look up that statistic. One in eight couples have infertility issues.
0: Which is a ton.
1: Totally. It's yeah. a ton. It's becoming way more prevalent. It's probably way more diagnosed now. Um, well, it's
0: also probably a lot more spoken about because I feel like in s- some people, probably more guys, maybe girls too, but it's almost like it's kind of, I don't know, like- a stigma? Uh, yeah, kind of a stigma. Like it's- uh, it's taboo almost to talk about like, oh, I, I have issues getting pregnant or having a baby.
1: Yeah. I think the other part of that too, and that's true because a lot, of it really, you know, I don't feel as much of a woman because I can't mm-hmm. provide you with a child or well, vice think about versa. It. Yeah, as I
0: say for guys. Especially. Um,
1: it could be very emasculating. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But I think there's also now because there's treatments for it, mm-hmm. we know more about it because we can fix it or help with it. Yeah, Fortunate for us. I don't have any of those things. I feel extremely lucky and blessed. And I know there's a lot of women who really, really struggle. And my heart honestly goes out to them.
0: So, you know, the fact that we can even do in vitro fertilization at this point in 2021 is, is pretty amazing. And they've been doing it since, I think, the late 70s. Oh, is uh, that right? Early 80s. Yeah, I believe so. Oh. And uh, so they've been doing it for a long time. But the advancements in that, along with, I mean, all other medical treatments, it seems like, has been crazy. Uh, divine, you might say. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. And we're just really grateful to be here and now where we have a, a better chance than those previously. To be able to do this, but um, so, babe, did you ever want to do adoption? So once you found it, like, okay, Dylan's junk's messed up. <laughs>
1: it's harsh, but sure. okay. Did
0: Which you ever I think like, okay, would have never assumed. Anyways, sure, sure. Um, did you ever think about like adoption or something, or did you want to do IVF from the get go?
1: I always wanted to try to have our own children. Yeah, regardless. Um, not that I'm close to the idea of adoption. Mm-hmm. I think if like down the road, for some reason, IVF never worked, and we were still young and you know, I would totally look to adopt, but I did want to give it our very best effort to have a biological child. Yeah. Totally.
0: Yeah. Well, I think there's something special about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And there's something special about adoption. I just, oh, yeah, I, absolutely. yeah, I've always envisioned carrying a baby and having my own baby and, um, it looking like me and like you and, you know, so yeah, that that's always been my hope, my dream.
0: Yeah. But, and yeah. that's kind of been my thought as well. I think that when I thought about IVF, yeah, it, it always seemed like a far-fetched thing. You know, like, um, I was thinking about this today. When you first get, like, your real job, your first real job, you know, where you're making okay money, right? And you think about... Like, it's close to home, people. Sure, yeah. Um, when you think about buying your first house, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, and sometimes it seems like a pipe dream, mm-hmm. a pipe dream way off. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how it always felt for me with having children. Especially through IVF because it is very costly and we'll get into that in a little bit. But it was always seemed like a pipe dream and this is never going to make sense. Yeah, it's never going to be the right time. And how the hell are we going to pay for this? It's, it's not going to happen. All
1: of those things are still true.
0: Yeah, it's just very cheap. It's very <laughs> I mean, let's true. just
1: keep it yeah. real, right? Like we still every day are like, so how are yeah. we going to pay for those meds we're, we're today in the house?
0: So cool. it's, uh...
1: you know, how are we going to get the credit card to authorize this chunk today? It's sure. real. It yep. it's not like we have thirty grand sitting in mm-hmm. our bank account. Yeah. And I I think for me, I've always heard of people. Oh yeah, she had to do IVF. She got the baby. Blah blah. Or she had to do IVF. It didn't work. Yep. But you kind of just hear. That's all you hear. So and so had to do IVF it worked it didn't work depending on the person but that's it yeah no details no it's just kind of this like mystical idea of ivf it happens somewhere in a doctor's mm-hmm. office somewhere but i yeah. don't know what i don't know what goes into it
0: yeah and there's a lot uh,
1: yeah and i and i don't know and it's actually really cool because everybody's story is so different mm-hmm. and i think that's what makes our doctor an absolute genius is yeah. because no case is the same
0: it's true yeah i think it's pretty special but you know that's one thing i think that is unique and Again, I don't know other podcasts, but again, we are just two regular people trying to make it through life. We've got mortgage payments. We've got car payments. We've got student loans. I mean, we are just about as normal as they come. And this is kind of our story on our journey. And like I said, it's kind of neat because we're going to go through this step by step. We're currently in it and we'll get that in a little bit as far as. What stage we're in and, and the highs and lows that we've kind of been through. And it's.
1: I'm currently med free for a few days. So I'm soaking well, that in. You're
0: also about to get 69 shots in the <laughs> I feel like sometimes you've just got to start making it happen. Whether you now you've got to make sure that, you know, that's going to be a different case for everybody, different scenario for everybody. But if you really want something, you've almost just got to get that ball, ball rolling somehow. And maybe it takes longer than others. Maybe it takes you a couple years, Mm -hmm. whatever you feel is right. In our situation, we had an avenue to, to finance it for relatively low cost. And we're in a position where hopefully we can get the baby paid off prior to it being born. But, um, you just got to start taking steps.
1: Yeah. And like I was saying, like the IVF just seemed like this far distant cry that people do it. But how do you even, how do you become a part of that? How How do do you you reach out? Yeah. Yeah. We really had to do some further digging. And I think it took Dr. Conway. Dr. Conway is our fertility specialist uh, no. doctor. Mm-hmm. So if we mention her, that's who we're referring to. But she finally explained to us like,
0: it's no, it's simple. it's
1: not that simple, guys. I'm really sorry. Um, and so so we were married December 2019. I needed to see my OB anyway. So I just decided to talk to him in February. Um, and that, that happened. Right. So we knew that IVF was probably our only option. And to your point of getting the ball rolling, I think I kind of did that. I think I just told you like, oh, by the way, I scheduled a consultation with the fertility doctor Mm -hmm. one day and he was a little like, oh gosh, because I think you thought, okay, well now I'm going to have to pay money, you know, the minute we walk into that clinic. Mm -hmm. Now, well, that's true because Dr. Conway needs to get paid for her consultations. But it's more so
0: preliminary stuff.
1: Right. She was willing to just talk to us about our case, get to know me, here's what would happen. And it was super low pressure. Super low-key. She talked to me on Zoom for like, I don't know, 45 minutes and yeah. and went through everything. And it was great. So then we knew what we were up against.
0: What did you know previous to starting this whole process? What did you know about the IVF process?
1: Mm, what did I know? I knew from a physical standpoint for the woman, very miserable. That's how yeah. it had been painted to me. Mm-hmm. Um, very true. So far. So far. <laughs> No, it's not true. It hasn't been totally miserable. But I've heard it's a lot of shots. You have to give yourself shots. It's a lot. It's like a full-time job is what people had told me. Um, You know, you're in and out of the office and it may not work. It's the flip of a coin. So it's all this stuff, feeling crappy, shots, and it might not work. I might not get a baby at the end of it. Mm Kind of horrifying. That's horrible. So that's all I really knew was that it's basically a full-time job uh, to do it. So... That made me nervous, too.
0: And really, that's about what I knew, too. Um, again, with it being a pipe dream, I didn't bother to really look into it too much. I kind of... I understood that my sperm would go into an egg at some point. Yeah. Oh. But beyond that, I didn't really... I looked at costs maybe once or twice, because mm-hmm. that was... I work in finance. That was my big like dealio. But that was really... About what I knew, and I also knew that.
1: And I think we had googled that, like yeah. how much does IVF cost? Yeah. What are we really looking at? Yeah. And we, you get very generic answers. And
0: and I know, and I knew historically that IVF success rates weren't as high as I would like.
1: Being a finance guy,
0: being a finance guy, and uh, we can kind of get into that, but and that's something I didn't really, I guess, prepare for either. Is like. During the IVF process, you have to wait sometimes. Like right now, we're currently waiting for 10 to 14 days, and we'll get into this later, to find out um, if our embryos came back chromosomally sound. 14 days is a long time when you have results with such, I guess, magnitude or or, Mm -hmm. um, such – they're so weighted, weighted results coming in. Yeah. And that's hard. And as we go through the process – once we have to actually implant, there's a waiting period for 10 days to find out if it worked or not. These are seem like such small times in the grand scheme of things. When you're in them, they're not small things.
1: Because it's all you can think about. It's
0: all you can think about. We are the, all
1: consumed by this. And I think that's why we're exhausted. Because yeah. every minute of every day, if you looked at our text conversations, we might veer Babies. off a little bit, but it comes right back to IVF. Yeah. Because that's what we're so focused on.
0: Well, and we have so much invested in it. We have, let me reiterate that we have so much invested financially emotionally all these different things so much invested and that's what scares me is like we have put everything we have on the line for this to to try to work and so it's a very very scary thing especially when you look at statistically and again don't don't do that you you go to talk to your doctor talk to your doctor talk to your doctor your doctor uh <laughs>
1: Go find, find your Dr. Conway.
0: Doc, find your Dr. Conway. Listen to what they say. Stay off Google. Do yourself a favor. All it's going to do is freak out. Because guess what? Regardless of what Google says, you're going to do it.
1: Yeah. And if you're in Idaho and Utah, uh-huh. just go see Dr. Conway. That's
0: right. Idaho Fertility Clinic. They Utah Fertility Clinic.
1: Utah Fertility Clinic or Idaho Fertility Clinic. They're one in the same. Yeah. They have been nothing but amazing to us. So. Yeah. If you're in Idaho or Utah, which I imagine a lot of you will be, I don't mm-hmm. know, yeah. highly recommend.
0: That probably wraps it up for this first episode. We're probably half hour or yeah. 40 minutes into We've got it.
1: quite the lineup, though. I, I do think we can have some really awesome guests. We've had a really unique experience.
0: Yeah. And what we'll do is we'll we'll take this step by step, like I said, in this first episode, we want to just kind of introduce you guys to us, to our life, to our uh, fur children, kind of... Yeah. and get to know us a little bit. So it's not just these random people barking information at you. So, um, I think, I mean, is there anything else you want to cover or say?
1: Oh, subscribe rate review. That's what I hear on all my podcasts that I listen to.
0: That too. Like I said, we're excited to keep everyone in the loop because we have some people, I mean, honestly, your family get invested in this. Yeah. Friends get invested in this. There's a lot of people.
1: Your sister just texted me this morning. Yeah. So
0: my sister doesn't text me. Ever. Well,
1: can't help that I'm the favorite. We've been through this. I'm the favorite. It's true. kind of Very a big much deal. So.
0: Yeah.
1: Someday mm-hmm. maybe our kids can listen to this and they can understand, yeah. you know, the sacrifices that we went through because we we wanted them here.
0: Well, that's a great way. I mean, obviously, with my health, if ever did turn, that granted, I think I've got you know 20 more years in me. But if something did happen, I would love for my kids to be able to listen to this one day and be like, "Hey, my dad really loved me." Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. and would do anything to. Have me be a part of the family.
0: Did everything he could. Literally. Yeah.
1: And we'll get into that.
0: Okay. Well, that's enough for this episode. Again, thanks for listening to the Let's Make a Baby podcast. And uh, we'll put up the next one next time.
1: Let's go to bed.